favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick. With me, as usual, always, is my co-host, Ali. Hi. hey I just pulled a hair out of my mouth. <laughs> Ew. I'm not even kidding. I was just like, why is this hair in my mouth? And I thought, oh, maybe it's Ichabod's. And I was like, nope, that's my hair. Head hair. <laughs> Head hair. I already have PTSD from this movie and we uh, just finished watching it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we'll, we'll uh, get into it. We'll, our listeners, they'll, they'll find out why we're ewing about hair in the mouth, which with me with a beard, I find out that's why I'm like, blah, blah, take it uh, away. Well, I constantly get Ichabod's hair in my mouth, but it's not the same because it's like itty bitty little black, small hairs. Yeah. Not um, black curly hairs. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <sighs> oh, yuck. <laughs> I think I have some PTSD from this movie too. Like, really? Like, ugh. Oh. I'm never going to be able to drink, like, red drinks again. Get hair in my mouth without it really bothering me. <laughs> uh, movie sex scenes are going to be so much better after this movie. Oh. Wow. This was this was a trip. <laughs> this was a real trip. Well, you got to see me watch it. Yeah. You were kind of waiting for it, yeah. so I knew most of I knew the all the big events were going that were going to happen. And um just because I've watched them previously and I've listened to people talk about it like to death. So I knew all the big things that were going to happen, but I didn't know like the order they were going to happen and like who was going to die in what order sort of and how. Yeah. So I was just like, some of the things that happened, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was, uh, so it was like watching it for the first time. <laughs> oh, good. That's, yeah. that's always good. Yeah. But I think before we get any farther into our talking chop, I'd like yes. to take a moment, um, throw another shout out to Jan and his podcast, Talk and Chill. No, chill and, beer and chill. Oh my god, I'm gonna get that out. Beer and chill. Um, <laughs> I really just screwed up the I name really of your podcast. I really enjoyed that. I was like, I think even I knew the name was Beer and Chill. But <laughs> uh, oh, I totally, that was fun. I don't know if I want to edit this now. Um, <laughs> Jan, keep it I, in, it's fun. Huge part of Jan. Oh wow. <laughs> when we were just oh, listening wow. to it too. <laughs> Oh, wow. I feel so... You know what? It's just one of those... You know what? I'm, 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 because of my, my huge fuck-up, this is a fuck-up. Oh. I, I totally fucked that up, and I shouldn't, but I was always saying Talking Chop. I got beer and chill mixed up with Talking Chop. This movie is... I'm playing Midsummer. This is all Midsummer's fault. <laughs> um, and so, you know, because of that, I think I'm now officially making... Uh, I'm making an invitation to Yon. And his friend to come on to Talking Chop, so I can properly apologize. That sounds good. So I'm making that invitation as we speak, and I hope Jan will take me up on the offer, and uh, he'll maybe cut a promo on me or, or you know, cut me down or something, <laughs> just to put me in my place, because I, I apologize for that. That was a big screw-up. That's uh, hilarious. Um, People aren't going to forget it now. No, I'll be known as the guy who fucked up. By announcing and giving a shout out to Beer and Chill. Not Talk and Chill, not Chop and Chill, Beer and Chill. <laughs> chop and Chill sounds fun though. It does sound fun. Right? Like Chop and Chill, it sounds like a cool like, bar, yes. like a pub or something. Yeah. Get into that. And uh, as we were, when this episode gets released, I believe they'll be releasing this actually episode released uh, the other day, uh, talking about Scotland, where uh, Jan is currently living. And uh, it's a great episode. You learn about uh, just the country. Hmm. Uh, and I believe his next episode is about Lord of the Rings. Oh, I love it. I do too. Love Lord of the Rings. And maybe when he's on Talking Chop and, and his friend is on there. I forget his name, sadly. Uh, but um, when they're on, maybe we can talk about the some of the horror aspects 
of yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings because it's there. I was talking to my sister about this the other day when she was doing my hair. And I was like, she's like, there were horror elements in Lord of the Rings. And I was like, definitely. She's like, what? And I was like, don't you remember the Shelob part? Like, that scared the crap yes. out of me. There's a, there's, a, there's a bit of, it's, it's more uh, fantasy monsters, but still. like Still, the, that's scary. The, the, you know. Urukai, when the first Urukai gets born from like the, the yes. mud. Like the look, the, the animatronic, the look. It just looked wrong. Um, the, uh, the, the war works. Yes. Like, the, they're like big old, like almost like werewolves. Exactly. Like hyena werewolf things. And I even think, like, the battle scene in the third one when Aragorn brings all the ghosts. Like, oh, yeah. that whole ghost there, like, storyline yes. was creepy. Um, it scared the crap out of me. The Balrog. Yes. And at the end of, or near the end of the first uh, Fellowship of the Ring and beginning of the Two Towers. Absolutely. That thing was cool. That yes. looks freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. I love the design. I really do. Yes. Ugh. So cool. Yeah, there's horror elements that are definitely in Lord of the Rings. Like, I remember when I first watched the trailer, I forget what movie it was for. I think it was Jackass 3, 2. Sure. It was 2. Jackass 1. It was Jackass 1. It's an old one. Um, I first saw a trailer for this, and I got chills a bit. I'm like, what the heck is this? This is like a fantasy horror, which there is few out there. Mm-hmm. There's really not a big selection for fantasy horror out there. Absolutely. There's not. Which is be. weird because horror, I find in itself, like lots of the horror elements are fantasy. Yeah. Don't you think like ghosts, goblins, you know, vampires, all that kind of stuff is technically fantasy. Yeah. And fantasy, is, it, it depending on the movie, like one of the more horror-ish would be uh, Dragon Slayer with... Sure. It's an old 80s movie, mm-hmm. but it's got the whole dragon... Um, the main character, I forget right. his name. Um, he's hunting the dragon down and all that. Um, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and I always think of Dark Crystal as well. Yeah, like, I yes. find that sort of a weird, like, different world sort of. It's more of a yeah. fantasy horror-ish. Like, that one obviously is kind of a kid's movie, so it's not super horror-y. But I think there's horror elements in that, too. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Right? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. It's just it's just very rare to have a usually fantasy is just fantasy. Mm-hmm. There's no you have to have the romance and all that kind of in there, but there's never I've never really seen a straight up horror fantasy movie. Right. I don't think there's one out there. And if there is, please victims, let us know. Tell us. You know, say mm-hmm. hey, dumb nuts. You know, it's it's this <laughs> movie right here. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's. That's interesting. You know, when I watched um, Wishmaster this week. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of a little bit fantasy-ish, I guess, sort of. I don't know, with the the gin and everything. But, I don't know. It was weird. But when I think fantasy, I think not modern. See, and that's what I think, too. Fantasy is like castles and, you know, horse travel and swords and, And you know, made-up languages. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's a few that could. There's a few that could be really well done. I agree. But yeah, I just can't think sure. of any. I cannot no, think of I a single either. horror fantasy movie. Yeah, I'd really have there's, to like. There's, there's fantasies with brain. with horror elements, but sure. that's that's not like a straight up horror. Mm-hmm. Like throw Jason in like medieval times. Right. Exactly. Or or have um. Well, I, I guess the closest one would be. Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. I was just going to say Army of Darkness. That'd be the closest one I think we've had That's to... That's like barely a horror movie to begin with. Fair. Fair point. <laughs> That's a good point. It's more I... like a dark comedy almost. That's a good yes, one though. I love so that movie. Good. So like, good. I, I don't mean that with any disrespect. Like It is such a good movie. Oh god, yes. <laughs> but it, just, so it is what good. it is. <laughs> So, but let's way off topic as usual. Um, Yay. Which is our that's, that's talking chop? Just, yes. If, just Couple chop away. We're just chopping away. <laughs> uh, but today we, this week we watched Midsummer, and it has a very cult movie feeling. Yes. Uh, similar to like The Wicker Man. Yes. Or, Wicker Man. That's what we were talking yes. about before. Yes. Yes. Or I'm trying to think other good cult movies. Um, was that we reviewed the apostle. apostle? Yes, that's, that's this movie gave me such apostle vibes. Yep. As soon as they talked about like being one with the earth, and like I don't know, 
blood things. The circle of life. <laughs> yeah, and all that kind of stuff. It yeah. felt very familiar. But um, I think Apostle was scarier. Um, not, like, I wouldn't say it was better done. I think they're two different movies. Oh, very much. Um, but this one focused more on visuals. Um, and it's much more subtle. And it doesn't really amp up until the end. Yeah. Which I told you about ahead of time. Um, uh, Ari Aster movies are very slow burning. Um, and I love that about them. I'm, I love artistic sort of movies. And they still, like, this kind of stuff scares me way more than jump scares. Way more. I can see that. Yeah. It's and just it, as how horror affects me as a person. And you say it's a slow, slow movie. Yes. It didn't feel slow to me. Really? It had a very steady pace. <coughs> it doesn't really lull. It just, you're always, something's always going on. Yeah, the, you're always, There's even not, if it's very subtle. Expedition is, is slim to none in yes. this movie, which is, which is fine. That's good. For sure. Uh, it works very well in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just see, I, I can see the slow part, but yes, it, it just, it flowed. It was, it was very well put together and, right. um, yeah, it didn't feel, it didn't lag, it didn't drop off for me. Um, yeah. Awesome. Maybe, maybe the beginning. The beginning had a little bit of a bumpy start, but. Yeah, the beginning was kind of like, eh. But it, like I was saying at the very end, I was like, can you even believe this is the same movie we started watching? Oh, yeah. Because it starts in such a different place. Yeah. And like, which is fine, but it just goes like a whole 180 immediately. Oh, yeah. But. <gasps> Oh, you're making me yawn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's late. It's a late recording session tonight. Yes. So. Woohoo. Oof, late. That's how we roll. That's <laughs> true. So what kind of other um, culty movies do you think of? Like, I immediately go to Apostle, which is one that we've already talked about here, with, like, the gruesome deaths and that kind of stuff. But Cult movies. There's there's a few out there. I'm just pulling right? a blank right now. I even think, have you seen Rosemary's Baby? No, no, it's, I have not. It's a bit like that. That one is more of like a subtle cult sort of a movie. Like they don't really say that it's actually a cult until closer to the end of the movie. No. Um, but yeah, I um, cult movies are really creepy. <laughs> and I actually listened to a podcast about like real life cults. And it's just <sighs> the whole thought like about cults just creeps me out like that someone has enough power to like basically brainwash people into thinking that all these wrong things are right well and that scares the fuck out of me um manson jim jones yeah like, like all those kind of people yep so Ugh. i want to i want to a good friend google oh yes yeah <laughs> uh, and i got some some cult movies here which okay. i totally forgot um, the Void. You haven't seen it yet? I have. It has a very, um, do you have hair in your mouth? Uh, very, um. You, did you say you had a hair in your mouth? I do. <laughs> nice little whisker. Um, I think we're cursed. Uh, someone's trying to <laughs> fall in love with me. Yeah, someone's um, trying to fall in love with us. Yeah. It's a very Lovecraftian inspired movie. Interesting. Uh, it's very graphic and not, not CGI graphic. It, it's very, um, Actual, you know, good special effects. Okay. Uh, House of the Devil, done in 2009. Never heard of that one. Children of the Corn. Oh, That's sure. one of the yes. most well, well-known. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, Race with the Devil, 1975. Never heard of that one. Red State. Hmm. I've heard of it, but I don't think that'd be a... Whatever. Uh, Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Really? Like the one from Shudder? Like with Nick Cage? I think so. It's oh, 2018. Watch that. Yep. That would be it. Interesting. I'm going to watch that one. I haven't watched it yet. I, I heard it's it not bad. I, I heard it was good. I yeah. know it was a cold movie. I thought it was just Nick Cage being Nick Cage and killing people. Which, uh, like, probably. Oh, that's, you're, you're going to win with that any day. Yeah. Uh, the Invitation. <laughs> Everybody will watch that. I never heard of that one. Martyrs. I don't know if I call that a cult movie. Which one? Martyrs. I don't know. That's it's on. I'm sure it's on Shutter. It's the um, French movie. Uh, it's very psychedelic. It's a trip. Okay. Um, Hereditary's on here. Of course, yeah. So this is the thing: is that people think that um, Ari Aster's movies are connected, and the reason they think they're connected is because they all sort of have to do with different like pagan gods. 
Yeah. And so they're wondering if he's kind of intentionally, unintentionally making like an anthology almost. Or a universe. Yes. Of, that'd be cool. Right. Right. I think so too. Uh, and then one of these is VHS 2. Oh. I think, I don't know if it's that one or the first one. Um, I think there's, there's sort of, I think, three VHS movies, which is, I think, Creepshow. Sure. You got, uh, like, just short movie, like, short, short stories. Sure. And I think it was the first one where this couple go into this cult and... It's weird. It ends mm-hmm. up with uh, the woman. She gives birth to a full-on like goat demon. Nice. It's kind of pops out of her stomach, and nice. it's it's not not like a baby. It's full-grown. It's bigger than her, and just oh. comes out, and it chases down the the dad. Nice. So it's it's creepy but cool at the same time. <laughs> it has very um, one kind of the dead feel to it. Fine. So. Ugh. I, I watched that movie again after we watched it. I just love it. It's a good one. I'm still looking for that in the uh, at Walmart and Sunrise Records because sure. I'd like to have it. I'd like to have yeah. that just because it's a good movie. It is. It totally is. Yeah. Well, should we talk about the good movie we watched this week? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't think of hair. I So this week, obviously, we watched Midsummer. It's a 2019 movie, and it was written and directed by Ari Aster. So he did double duty on this one. Yep. Which is awesome, and he's great. So I'm glad that he did that. A, um, a budget of $9 million. I believe it. Well, probably just for location. Yeah, that's right. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Made There's 47, not, there, almost 48 million. Uh, could have made more, I think, on for this. For sure. But. People were nervous to see this because Hereditary got, like, completely <sighs> just ripped apart. For some yeah. reason. Like, I loved it. Uh, on my Facebook groups, I follow, like, the horror groups. Yes. Um, Hereditary and Midsummer always get brought up, and there's a big mixed reaction. There's there is, a lot of yeah. positive and a lot of negative to both movies. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen Hereditary yet, but I've seen now. I've now seen Midsummer. For those who are all about the scare and all that, I can see Midsummer being a disappointment. Yes. But with the effects, with the the gore, the um, uh, just the creepiness. Yes. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's a good For movie. Sure. Yeah, I think if you go into it with an open mind and know that you're not gonna like, they're not gonna jump scare you. It's very. Um, like, pra- I would call it practical horror. Yep. And what I mean by that is, like, lots of dead bodies. Like, very <clears throat> graphic, realistic dead bodies. Oh, yes. Lots of mutilation. If lots this, of that kind of stuff. This is like a movie that would be huge in the 80s. Yes. Yes, exactly. This is like almost like a, an old-timey feel movie. Just, exactly. Just, just how, how it's, how it's well, paced it and everything. It could have very easily been made in the 80s. Yep. Um, the thing I think that sets it apart from like the, I don't know, the 80s sort of movies, I think is the imagery that they use, the symbolism they use, the shots, like the wide shots, the close shots, like that kind of stuff that maybe wouldn't have been as attainable in the 80s. Like I'm thinking of like the stuff breathing as they're hallucinating. Yes, stuff. yes. That be... sort of stuff I think couldn't have been done, but like everything else, totally. It feels, maybe that's why yeah. I like it so much. I love 80s movies. Yep. But, yeah. I like this movie. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, how did you hear about this movie? Um, I saw the ads, actually, when it was coming out. And um, then I just kind of sat on it because I didn't have anybody to go with. So I was like, ah, whatever. And I kind of like made sort of loose plans to go on and I never did. And then um, another podcast I listened to talked about it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. And I watched part of it. And um, then like I mostly just watched the parts that like everybody talks about. So like the ending and... 
the, I don't know, different, you know, gory parts, like the clip part and that sort of stuff. So I kind of sort of had an idea what was going to happen, but um, nothing concrete, nothing in order, nothing very, like, even when you listen to people talk about it, like, but that's why we encourage everybody to go watch um, the movies that we talk about because it is a completely different experience. 100% yeah. than when you watch it yourself than when we just say, oh, and then this person got their head bashed in. It's like, yeah, okay, but you don't know the graphic. Yeah, like, we also, they, like, when I... eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, as, as we were, like, our reviews and all that, and it's, it's, it's full of spoilers, but... I'm also leaving some parts out. Like yes. I'm not, I'm oh, not going through the entire sure. movie. No, we and I do that intentionally. Yeah, we started doing that when we first started the podcast, but then we realized that the plot, like people aren't really listening for the plot a hundred percent. They're more listening for like, you know, what we have to say. I guess about it. I, I more think or so. Less. Yeah, yes. there's there's major spoilers in here, but we also throw in our opinion. We right. we kind of. Discuss, Go on a tangent. Yeah, a tangent, discuss some of the scenes <laughs> that we find were interesting, which we got a couple doozies coming up. Oh, oh my gosh. Fuck. <laughs> Literally. I'm never going to Sweden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe, okay, I'm not going to any farms on Sweden. Let's Let me narrow it down a bit, maybe. Because, <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm traumatized. You just, <sighs> you just got to be the... The summer lady. Yes, never in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only, what, every 90 years? Yes. So there you go. So you got, you got a window. That's true. Um, I, yeah, I just can't believe. The thing that creeps me out so much about this movie is that it could happen. Everything that oh, yeah. happened is, like, nothing is super fantastical about it, you know? Ooh. Um, what was that one Far Cry game with the cult? Are you talking about Far Cry 3? No, it was the newer one. Um, they're in America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Far Cry, um, I think Far Cry 5. Yeah, I thought it was 5. Yeah, it's 5. That is quite similar to this. They're all it. culty. The third was very culty. There was, you actually go on a trip and wake up and you're banging the, like, priestess. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, that's... That's what I was thinking. Yes. I'm thinking but I one, get what you mean. I'm thinking the one, one with, yeah, where the... Where it's like... The sister, yes. the, yeah, she's got the, the, the flowers of the hallucinogenic drug. Yep. And you kind oh, of keep seeing yeah. her everywhere. So... Yeah, oh my gosh. There's lots of culty games, I guess. I didn't even think about Far Cry, but you're right. Yeah. Huh. Dead Space. Yes, definitely. Dead Space, huge cult. The whole cult. second one is like you're going to like churches and stuff where they like praise the monsters and stuff. I need to finish that one. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Not a, not a huge plot point in those movies, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, how did you hear about this movie? I think I just heard it through trailers and sure. word of mouth online i sort of got into watching it i yes i don't know i i, I remember seeing the trail I'm like eh, whatever it didn't really pique my interest right um and and now <laughs> thinking about it it would have been interesting very interesting to watch this in theaters mm -hmm. just oh man because we need to make a point of it of going to more, I mean, obviously after the COVID, we need to go to more theater releases of horror Antlers. Movies. As soon as Antlers is out in theaters, Which we're going. That That's one with the, um, not the Wendigo. Oh, um, yes. We talked about this a couple, either last week or the week before. Oh, this was a while ago. Yes. We talked, we have talked about Antlers. Yes. It looks so good. Uh, yeah. I think this looks like a good monster movie. Uh, it looks creepy as hell. I'm excited. That, that and Bill and Ted 3, but yes. that's not that horror. Is that a horror movie? No, but oh. that's okay. It out there. <laughs> it's, I, I, I love Bill and Ted. Yes. I love Bill and yes. Ted. So let's go through the actors. Let's do it. So, the cast. Uh, Florence Poe. Yeah. Poe stars as, uh, lead as Danny Ardern. Jack Rayner plays Christian Hughes, who you learn to hate pretty quick. Uh, mm -hmm. William Jackson Harper is Josh. V mm -hmm. Wilhelm Blomgren as Pell. Oh, yes. Uh, Will Poltier as Mark, and we love him. Yes. This is a guy who was um, 
in uh, Meet the Millers. Oh, we're the Millers. Oh, we're, 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 yeah, we're uh, the Millers. Yeah. Uh, he was in Chronicles of Narnia as the kind of snotty kid in second and yes. third one. And he was in uh, Maze Runner. Is yes, where I yes. saw him in originally as well. He does a, he did a lot of kid acting before, obviously. He's got he to be more adult. Yeah. Yeah. But, he's, uh, he's a great actor. I, I love this guy. He's a good actor. And very, like, his mannerisms, I think, are what really um, um, put him over the top, I always think. Yeah. Like, we were watching near the beginning. I told him, you know, this guy, he plays panicky and uncomfortable stupidly well. Yes, like, he does. It, he, like, he literally thinks okay this guy isn't acting he is uncomfortable in this scene yes uh, i love the guy he's he's a gr- i'd love to meet him because just have a chat with him he's great actor fabulous i, I can't i can't st- stop saying good things about yes him. yeah he, um, i hope he has a very long career because i, I will too. watch every one of his movies he, he needs a good break because he deserves every yes. bit of it um elora torchier is connie, connie? Our, was she the girl yeah she was the other girl the london girl yeah okay uh, Archie Medqui is Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henrik Norlin is Ulf. And Gunnar Fred is Steve. And oh, Isabel Grill as Maya. Oh, Maya, yeah. And then there's a bunch of other just side characters. There's lots of characters. There's a lot of characters. This is a very big movie. Yes, there's a lot of actors and actresses in this. So when you say the budget, I totally believe that for actors, actresses, and like location. Well, they're from. For sure. Well, they weren't in. Sweden, but uh, oh, I forget where they filmed. They made a little like Hungary, Sweden, didn't you? Yes, that's right. And um, even like I would think props and special effects that would be a huge one as well. Yeah, because there's a lot of mushy bodies going on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dismemberment, like you know, all that good stuff, all that good horror movie stuff. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best bleh, part. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> all right, so then, so yeah. I guess we'll, Let's should we get into it? it? Yes, definitely. Skins of Blots. So as oh. I, so I got to find it now. There it is. Okay, so. Movie starts off with uh, psych- psychology student Danny Arder mm-hmm. is traumatized after her sister Terry kills herself and her parents by filling her home with carbon monoxide. Oh, man. We jump like right into it. Oh, yeah. We don't even talk about any of that, hey? Oh, my God. So... <laughs> I'll just go into it real quick. So why we hate Christian, act one. <laughs> he, she gets this email from her sister and her sister's like, you know, there's only darkness and, but it's okay because mom and dad are going to join me in the darkness and blah, blah, blah. Goodbye. Yeah, we find out that she's bipolar. Her sister's yes. bipolar and she sent uh, Danny um, like an email or something yes. a couple of days ago and she's freaking out. No one's answering. She's calling home. What the hell? And we find out that, well, she's also trying, you know, she's calling her boyfriend Christian. Yes. And, and she's he's like brushing her off. Yeah. And making her, like, she calls him bawling and she's like, like, something is wrong. Like, wrong, wrong. And he's like, no, everything's fine. She's just dramatic. And, you know, you're just feeding into it and enabling and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, oh. And, and to be fair, also, Mark, his buddy Mark is oh, not helping piece anything. Of fucking garbage is what Mark is. Yeah. Ugh. And so they're basically telling him to like break up with her. And then as he's like, yeah, maybe I will. Then she gets a call that her parents and sister are dead in like a murder suicide. So that's cool. Oh, the poor girl is just traumatized. Ugh. And then you see um, how her daughter like did it or her sister did it. Yes. Like the old, you know, two vehicles running in the garage. Um, she duct taped. The exhaust. The exhaust, two yeah. hoses. Yeah. One hose goes to her parents' room and they're sleeping with the door duct taped shut. And the other was duct taped right to her mouth. Yes. Yuck. Yeah, and it is very graphic. It's very, yucky. very graphic. Yeah. So the incident strains Danny's relationship with her emotionally distant boyfriend. That's oh, pretty that's it, what we're gonna call that's pretty emotionally it, distant. That's putting it lightly. Uh, cultural oh. anthropology student Christian Hughes. She later learns that Christian's friends Mark and Josh have been invited by their mutual Swedish friend Pele, 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 yeah, Pele, to attend a midsummer celebration at Pele's ancestral commune, the Harga. Har- no, yeah, Harga. Mm-hmm. Okay, in oh, <laughs> Holsingland. Sure. These are these are tough words. Mm-hmm. Uh, the celebration occurs only 
once every 90 years, and Josh, also an anthropology student, wants to write his thesis on it. Christian had hidden the, the trip from Danny, wanting to break up with her before leaving, but invites her along after she finds out about it. Yeah, because mm. he's just such a nice guy. He's a dick. Uh, there's this one scene, and it's much later, but it, it really, this is the scene where, like, you were reading the trivia, and I was like, Nick, did you just hear what he said? And I was, like, ready. <laughs> like, there was multiple times where I, like, stopped what I'm doing and, like, stare you in the face, and I'm like, is this for real? Yeah. So it's her birthday while they're in Sweden, and Pele draws her a picture. And she's like, oh, wow, thanks so much. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I sure it's, you know, nothing like Christian got you. And she's like, well, he actually, like, forgot, so. And Pelly's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, it's my fault. Like, I didn't remind him it was my birthday, so, you know, really, it's my fault. I should uh. apologize. And I was just like, what am I listening to? <laughs> Is this the Twilight Zone? Like, it hurt me. To listen to that kind of stuff. Like, what? Oh, dear. <gasps> Just to give you guys an idea of how much I liked Christian. <laughs> yeah. The group flies to Sweden and arrives at the commune, where they meet Simon and Connie, an English couple from London who are invited by Pelly's communal brother, Ingmar. Mm-hmm. He offers the group psychedelic mushrooms, and Danny has hallucinations of Terry while under the drug's influence. This was such a good part. Such an accurate depiction of yeah. people on mushrooms. Like oh, yeah. Mark especially. <laughs> and, and how um, Pelly's kind of explaining um, a bit of what's going on. Yes. And uh, how the nature's breathing. And you kind of see that. Yeah. It's one of the few times we actually get some exposition about and foreshadowing about what's going to happen. So it's yeah. nice to sort of um, uh, listen. It's uh, too bad that Mark overshadows it with his um, paranoia. <laughs> oh, God, yes. That's so guys, funny. Guys, something's not right. Guys, I think I need to lie down. Why don't you lie down, too? <laughs> we should all Josh, lie down. lie down. <laughs> oh, look, it's a new guy. I don't like new people. Go away, new people. <laughs> <laughs> what, what time is it? Nine. Well, that's not right. It's bright out. The sky's blue. The sky is blue. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> he's, he's tripping out so it's bad. Hilarious. It's hilarious. Yes, but then Danny has a freak out and like just starts running. Yeah. So they they, they get to the um the, the village. Yes, finally. And uh, tensions rise after the group witnesses um these are big words a testupa. Yes. A tradition which sees two community elders killing themselves by leaping from a cliff onto a rock. Oh, so they have like this big dinner and the table, the table shaped like that weird symbol that's on everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So they sit on these really funky tables and then like... It's like a, it's like a Nordic rune. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And they, like nobody's allowed to sit until the elders sit and you can't eat until they start eating and like it's weird it's very traditional and you're not entirely sure what's going to happen but they load them up on like these chair carts and carry them to this cliff and all the other like cultists i guess we're just going to go straight out and call them cultists are at the bottom of the cliff and these people just fucking face dive off this cliff yeah and it is like very graphic like, the one lady, she, her head, the first one who jumps off, she splits her head right into mush. Her whole face immediately just turns to mush. And the second guy... Yeah, she, like, bullseye that rock, too. Yeah, she yeah. just face Which, plants. like, that's the way to go, because the second guy, when he jumps off, he just breaks his leg. Like, obviously, there's a lot of internal trauma happening on him, because he is, like, and he's groaning and moaning. And then all these people start groaning and moaning as well. Yeah. And you're kind of like, what? And Simon and Connie are like, what the fuck? Like, stop them. Stop them. Like, sir, don't jump. Don't jump. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Donnie, Donnie has a, a nice PTSD scene where, like, where she's just in shock. Yes. Everything is muffled. Like, she's yes. so out of it. So. And she, like, almost hallucinates again. And she sees, like, her parents at the rock. Yeah. And she's like freaking out. And she needs to leave, like, yeah. then. Yeah, because of her parents dying, she's very... Um, emotional. Yes. And and uh, there's a word for it. Um, prone prone to panic attacks. Pan thank you. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, she gets panic attacks where she gets rapid breathing and her vision goes blurry and she, like, just heals cries. Over. She just cries. Yeah. Yes. Uncontrollable cries. So, when well, one of the elders survives the fall. Yes. The guy. Was just talking about, yeah, yeah. The commune members mimic his wails of agony and crush his skull with a mallet. Yes. While commune elder Siv attempts to calm Danny and her friends by explaining that this is a normal thing every member does when they reach the age of 72. Which, like, even at this part, as an outsider, like... I don't know if, like, it would obviously trigger, like, what the fuck feelings. But, like, I could, I could get almost how they could explain it away. Oh, yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, you know, because how they explain it is like, you know, it's just a circle of life. And, you know, there's no point in dragging it out. And, you know, then we honor them by naming the next born baby after them. And this is not that weird. And, and they're like, okay. I believe it. Yeah. You very convinced me, so I guess right? I'm... Right? And that's I'm just, the thing is, it's like, okay, <laughs> like, water. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. But, ugh, also, jumping off a... Taking a head dive off a cliff does not sound nice. No. But I mean, if you've been in doctrine since you were a kid, and now you're in your early 70s, yeah, you're probably going to be like, yeah, yeah this, this is, is This is your life, and you're basically waiting for yes. that. Like, you're, you're, you're like excited, not excited, but you're... You want to happen. Exactly. Yep. Because it's, it's how they do things. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene disturbs the group, but they decide to stay long enough for Josh to, fin- for the f- to finish his thesis while Simon and Connie decide to leave. Yeah. And Elder tells Connie that Simon has already left without her. Confused and suspicious, Connie decides to leave on her own. Yeah. Later, a woman's wail is heard in the distance. Yeah, they kind of cut to like everybody. And they all hear this scream. Yeah. This panic sort of scream. And just kind of, like, what they're doing as they hear the scream. And they all sort of, everybody, like, from the States, I guess, that's, like, the U.S. students, they all hear it, but the cultists pretend like they hear nothing. And they just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. So nobody really makes a fuss. And, and also, every night, there's a baby crying. Yes. For the entire night. Yes. We have never seen that baby. Yeah, we did in the beginning scene. In the very beginning, when they're all in that double layer thing, there's a little crib by the one lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. But just that once, we never see the baby. Oh, except when they're eating. And she's like, oh, that's right. blah, blah, blah. That's and, you right, know, yeah. the mother's gone off. Because between, what was it? 16 and 32? No, I think it's 9... Because it's 19. to 72. Oh. 19 to 36. Is that it? Every 19? No. Anyways, but when you, um, then you go off and kind of do your own thing and come back. And um, so the baby actually isn't that woman's baby, but everybody takes care of the babies that are born. Yeah. So, so yeah, okay, just so. sort of a communal, yeah. obviously, because it's communal living. Yeah. Christian, the big dummy, also decides to write his thesis on the Harga, oh. creating a rift between him and Josh, who accuses him of cop- copying his idea. Which, like, he's not. He, wrong. he was. He was. Totally was. He was. Meanwhile, Danny's already weak mental state deteriorates. Yes. Exacerbated (laughs) by her decision to leave her supply of the anti-anxiety medication at a van at home. After Mark unwittingly urinates on an ancestral tree and incites the fury of the commune, he is lured away during dinner by a female member who feigned interest in him. Yeah. That night, though, Josh sneaks into the temple to take a photograph of the commune's sacred runic text, which an elder had previously forbidden him from doing. Yes. He sees a nude man wearing Mark's skinned face and is hit over the head, after which his body is dragged away. That was a really messed up scene. I I that was hard. I think that was his whole off. body. I think that was his whole body was skinned. Yes. Not just his face. So whoever's... Yeah. I agree with that. Whoever wrote this on Wikipedia, I should fix it. I'm going to edit it later. <laughs> the next day, Danny is coerced into taking more psychedelic drugs and ends up winning a Maypole dancing competition. Woo-hoo. Subsequently, being crowned May Queen. Right. At the same time, Christian is given more drugs for being coerced into a sex ritual designed to impregnate one of the female members, Maya. Yes. While, while older naked women members watch. 
Yeah. So, let's get into this because Yeah, let's unpack this because this was a whole this was a whole all of this was a whole scene. So they start off by where they're sleeping. Uh, There's like murals almost on the wall of different traditions. And one of them is a woman cutting off her downstairs hair. Pubic hair. Yeah. And it's almost like a spell. Yes. And then she has her lover eat that and then she simultaneously when she has her period she collects the blood and pours it into a drink for the guy she wants to impress and he drinks it and then they fall in love and live happily ever after basically it's, it's a love spell it's it's yes. to yeah it's just to make them be more it doesn't really seem to work though because christian didn't really want to yeah i think if he wasn't under the influence. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was... It was, <gasps> yeah. it was foreshadowed pretty heavy yes. early on. The, with, whole, the whole time it basically was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he gets led with by flower petals to the barn. Very romantic. Where there's... Fi- now, movie-wise, this is... She was 15. She's sure. at the age to... Uh, have sex. Oh, yeah. They talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the actress is like 20. But um, basically, she's just laying there in this bed of flower petals. Yep. With 12 other older women, all naked. Yep. In like a semicircle around her. Yes. And he go, he walks in. Uh, the one of them, old, not the oldest, but one of the older ones comes in, undresses him, and basically leads him to have sex with the girl. Yes, with Maya. Yes, with Maya. And they start, and every time that Maya makes a sound, everyone else does too. Ugh. And I'm assuming her mother, yeah. or grandmother, I'm not sure which, she gets right down in there, and she grabs her hand and holds her hand to her face. Yeah. While Christian is, and in his, do, his expression, his, his expression is hilarious. And there's, Full on male nudity, female nudity. There is nothing you don't see. Nope. You see everything. Yeah. Um, So there's a big old noodle alert here for this scene and this movie. Um, And as she's cradling Maya's hand, she's kind of singing to her, kind of trying to. It's almost like she's, you know, just don't worry, you know, it hurts, but it'll get better kind of thing. And she's like making eye contact. Christian. Or she like, grabs his head and pulls him to look right at her. Yeah. And like it's, his reaction though is hilarious. He's like, um, <laughs> um. He kind of stops and he's like, okay. And, so. and it's almost like he's encouraging. No, no, no. You keep going. Yes. You don't stop. You keep, you keep exactly. that thrusting. And at the same time we cut, they also have, um, Danny's distracted with yes. her May Queen activities and all that. Duties. Duties. Oh, yeah. She has to bless everything now. Yes, yeah. She's yeah. like the the maid of honor, if almost like just someone. She's an important person. Yes. And we cut back to Christian and the women, and there's a girl. There's oh, a girl. Oh, there's an older woman. Both hands on his ass, pushing. Yes. Helping along. Yeah, helping the the thrusting action. Yeah. And now he's moaning in unison with everybody. Now yeah. it's just like a... Uh, like, it was strange. It was very strange. And, like, I'm totally here for strange. And that's, like, obviously a lot of things happened before this as well. But that's the time where you're like, okay, this is like a full-fledged cult. Like, this is straight up, like, sacrificial. <laughs> like... yeah. yeah. And then he finishes. Just great. And then Maya starts rocking. She pulls her knees to her chest and starts rocking. And she's like, I can feel it. I can feel the baby inside me. And I'm like, okay. And there, that, that alone, okay. Cringe's like, I'm out. Yeah. Not the other women, not nope. the pushing on his ass. The fact that she says, I can feel the baby. He's like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> so. Ugh. I so also, also Danny, also, Danny discovers Christian and Maya having sex. She has a panic attack, during which the communion younger women surround her and mimic her cries. Yeah, that was a messed up scene, too. 
they like pull her into her sleeping quarters and they like, just kind of surround her and yeah. hold her and every time she screams they scream at the same time in the yes. same type and like as she's like hyperventilating they hyperventilate with her and stuff like her pain is their pain yeah like it's it's interesting how they did it yeah and how how she win like she wins the may queen yeah. by by like a dancing competition yeah last woman standing wins right and in this competition like they're all they're not trying to fight each other or anything they're yeah. all together yeah and and after when she wins like all of them just surround they're Danny. so happy for her they are and i find that's very interesting and right. I, i'm like that's nice you know it's not and when she's having issues in like every aspect she doesn't technically have her family every more anymore her boyfriend t- treats her like garbage her friends like she doesn't really have any friends obviously yeah and it's just like you know, to have that acceptance and that understanding would be all that it would take. And, and that's how people, like, in cults do it, is they yeah. find people and, who are and vulnerable. Any mention of family, she is instantly heartbroken. Yes. And she cries, and she has to walk away because she's already instantly overwhelmed. Yes, exactly. And, and this whole community is one big family. Exactly. So, hmm. so uh, after the ritual, Christian comes to his senses and tries to run away. But he instead discovers Josh's leg planted in a flower bed. Yeah. And Simon's body, which has been turned into a blood eagle in a barn. Yes. Chris is then paralyzed by an elder. Now, for those who don't know what a blood eagle is, yeah, I'd explain, I I'd explain to you. It. <laughs> it's an old rumored Viking um, torture tactic. Mm-hmm. Where they would take a guy, they would cut his back open, they would cut the ribs to the... Um, attached to like the spine, mm-hmm. exposing the lungs, and they would pull the lungs out, and basically just splay the skin, the bones, and the lungs back. Yes. In like like wings, and that was, and they would hang them also by like in a crucifixion or just hanging. Yes. And that would be dubbed the blood eagle. And that's exactly what's happening to Simon. And he he's still alive. And yes. You don't die right away. You just you're just in a lot of pain. You can see his lungs breathing. Yeah, a little bit. Then it then stops. He groans a lot. Not a lot, very faintly, but you can hear him groaning and you're just like, oh, okay. That's, that's a, not that's good. That's a thing that's happening. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The community leaders explained to Danny that to purge a community of its evil, nine human sacrifices must be offered. Yes. A lot of little nine is a big, big thing with them. Every sure. nine... Every nine, uh, nine times two is 18, nine times three is, because I think that's how they judge the um, age group between, I think, 27 and 36. Is that 20, it? 24 and 36. Nine there times, are only four, because there's four seasons. Yes. Uh, but and it, it goes it, to 72. It's in nines, so. It's 72 to 54, and 54 to 36, and is it? 36 to 18 and then 18 must be yeah it must be that feels right that does it's 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 in nines yes so um the first four victims are outsiders mark josh simon and connie yes lured to them by pell and ingmar while the next four victims must be commune members as may queen danny must choose either christian or local villager to be the ninth and final victim Mm -hmm. she chooses to sacrifice christian which, who, like, fair. <laughs> yeah. Who is stuffed into a disemboweled brown bear's body and placed in a small wooden temple alongside the other live sacrifices and corpses. Yes. The temple is set on fire and the community members celebrate by mimicking the screams and wails of those being burned alive. Yes. Danley initially sobs in horror, but gradually begins to smile. Which, the like, end. is so messed up. Like, what? Well, she has a family now. Yeah. So she has. She's not alone anymore. She can Ooh. move on. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> I am. That's why I'm. That's why I read it. You know, I would love to see a, a, a sequel. I would love to see a sequel. I wonder what they could do. Like, do they bring more people now? Well, it'd be in ninety years. Interesting. So next would be ninety years, and Danny would be dead so by then. So then, what do they do for the next ninety years? I think they have like a yearly 
thing. But not like the Mayflower. No, no. Okay. Um, just, I guess, when you're 72, you jump off the cliff. Um, yeah. I'm not, it sounded like there's a lot also inbreeding. We also, there's a feel like there's a lot of things we didn't touch on during our review here. Like, there's this one on-purpose inbred character who, um, he, he's like a seer. Yes. He... Noracle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he just kind of colors into the, uh, the, the text of yes. the, the, the book and they interpret it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we also, we find out, they explain the whole circle of life. Right. Um, we kind of touched on that, but also you can, when, when Palatake, uh, tells Danny about how everything breathes, you can see yes. that the trees are breathing yes. when she is wearing the she's a may queen she has a flower hat and she's sitting on like a throne of vines and, yes. and leaves everything's breathing yes. everything's moving and and it's like it she's now connected to everything through through the you know, drugs helps exactly but yeah she's they're connected. constantly on hallucinogens as well and i think that that's part of how they keep them there is when you're under the influence and you're they are explaining their ways it seems almost more believable (laughs) yeah right and more like and they're they seem to be like not sleep deprived but they seem to not be getting a ton of sleep because she has to ask for sleeping pills every night from john she cannot sleep it's also really bright all the time. The sun yes. doesn't really go down. Yes, the sun only goes down for a couple hours. Yeah. And it doesn't even really go down. It just gets, like, darker or not dark. Yeah. Because it's the summer solstice. It's like, it's like opposite three days of night. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we find out that Connie, she dies by being drowned. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's quite, a, quite a movie. This movie's a trip. It is. It is literally and figuratively a trip. If if you are one who takes mushrooms, like magic mushrooms, and you haven't seen this movie before, take them. <laughs> double d- double the you know you'll just you'll blow your mind. You'll, oh you'll be God. so freaked out. I, I would like to watch this again on hallucinogens just so I can get an idea of just how fucked up this movie can be. <laughs> Because there's like a lot going on. Oh, like there's the, the, a lot going on. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it would it would be something. And, and in the beginning, if I if I recall correctly, the beginning has like a um like kind of like a mural a mural kind of of events and that yes. kind of explains the movie. Interesting. Itself. So. Hmm. Yeah, I believe it. There's lots of foreshadowing if if you oh, yeah. look for it. Just because the imagery and the sounds and everything in this are very... Um, a lot. It's got tons of foreshadowing. Yes, tons. It's got a, a very... One of the weirdest sex scenes I've ever seen. Yes. That's a doozy. Yep. That was something. Uh, again, we got full on nudity from male and female. Um, yeah, it's it's it's... Yeah. It's got a little bit of everything. It does. It's a yeah. twisted movie. And it is different, and that's what I like about there's, there's these nothing, sort of movies. There's nothing really, no jump scares or anything, no. but uh, they, they kind of around the visuals to yes. to startle you, to make you uncomfortable. To, and gore. There's lots yes. of gore and graphic scenes. That are, those sort of scenes are meant to shock you, Yes, I think, more so than a jump scare. Yeah. But um, still shocking, just different kind of shock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you rate this movie? I give it a three. three awesome. Three or five orgasms. It's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, again, I can see where some people who don't like it, I get it. Totally. I totally. Totally, yeah. But this is a very artsy, um, visually stimulating movie. Yes. It's a little bit out there, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, it could be a lot worse. Um, the gore, the gra- the graphic scenes they make up for it that that helps um it's very cultural accurate okay i like that about it too a lot of singing a lot of him like humming um mm-hmm. yeah it, it's mm-hmm. i thought it was good i thought it was a good movie yay 
I'm so glad you liked it because, <laughs> like you said, it's one of those things where it really could go either way. Like, I've heard both sides of it. And so, yeah. Because I, like, I would probably give it, like, a four. This is one of my favorite kind of movies. The artsy-fartsy sort of one with um, gore. I like gore over typical horror. And um, the shots. Like, also, oh, Hereditary yes. is one of yes. my favorite movies. So, you, you brought this up right at the beginning, and I had to agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. the, the way the, the filmmaker did these shots, the way yes. he did his... It was great. Yes. Um, you have a scene where Danny and Christian are talking. You have Danny in the foreground. Yeah. And there's a mirror next to her, and in reflection is Christian. Yes. And they're having to talk, no cuts, just that. Yes. I liked that. Yeah. That was a good, well-done scene. It's really interesting. Yeah. There's, there's, um, the visuals in Hereditary are exactly the same. Hmm. There's shots where... Um, when you're kind of almost, you know, things start getting, like, possessed and hereditary, they start doing more shots from the ceiling, so you're getting more top-down views. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and I just love that sort of artistic sense that you get from it. And, um, yeah, that makes the movie more real to me, because that's how you would normally see conversations, um, you know, different uses of color. Like, everything is very colorful in this movie. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not like a typical horror movie where it can be dark and dreary. It's like, it's always daytime. It's There's only never nighttime. the beginning and one dream sequence, it's night. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. So, to have such a scary-ish movie all in the daytime is one of those things where it's like, horror really can be anything. Horror yep. can be anything you want it to be, yep. you know, even the cliff scene, like everything is white. The cliffs are white. Everybody's dressed in white, wearing flowers. Like it's crazy. Yeah. This movie is one of those movies that just really does it for me. I loved it. I, I liked it. it. Visually, it's a beautiful movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's got Yay. a pretty good cast and uh, I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Me too. Now, Yay. We, we don't have our... Executive producer here, she's off in bed, but <laughs> did she tell you the kill the flick? I, I mean, sure, we, <laughs> she, we kind of, there's a lot of kills in this. Um, she was partial to the cliff scenes, yeah. with just straight up mush. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's also hard to ignore the blood eagle. Yeah, that would be my, mine, I choose, right. just because it's, you never see it. Yes. It's it's something so rare nowadays, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I give it, I think the kills of the flick would be the, <laughs> the cliffs, the cliff oh. suicides, and the blood eagle. I just feel like I wasn't ready to watch the entire face disintegrate into mush. I think that that's the part where I was like, oh, here we are. Okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> well, you don't even really see it. Like, it's, you see the drop, you see the fall, you see your smack. The rock, and then you zoom in, and like, oh, her face is caved in. Exactly. Cool. Uh, you don't see the actual cave in. Right. Now with the the guy, you kind of do. He gets a good smack on the noggin, which I think you know knocks him out. Slash, he's pretty much dead. Yep. They pass the hammer, the mallet, to a woman. She does it and smushes the face. She passes off to one more and one more for good measure because why not? Why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is a lot of gore in this movie, so I we had really our pick. Yeah. Like, uh, like even the guy walking around in Mark's like skin outfit, like, uh. and then they don't even have like because when they burn everybody's bodies at the end, they obviously don't have any insides for Mark, so they have to stuff him with. Straw. I wonder where they used the meat for <laughs> when they made those meat pies. I was gonna say because they kind of. Because um, Simon disappears. Yep. And they make meat pies. You think, yes. oh, they, they turn Simon into food. No. Mm -hmm. Because he was turned to a blood eagle. Like, exactly. he wasn't. So, hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of. Um, but that's the other thing I like about this movie is there's just enough question marks where you don't feel cheated, but you also feel like they've explored enough. But. Not given too much away where your mind can still wander. Yeah. And I really like that unknown sort of aspect. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. 
That was Midsummer. That was Midsummer. Also, longer movie, an hour and forty eight minutes. So really, buckle in if you're gonna watch. No, it. it's two hours. I thought it's, it said on IMDb an hour, like, or sorry, one hundred and forty eight minutes. No, this is over. This is like two twenty. Really? Yep. Oh. This is also, I think the... Is it uh, one for 148 minutes? Isn't that... That's theatrical. Oh. I think we saw the director's cut where they added half hour more. Oh. Yes. Oh. Boom. Good for us. Hooray. <laughs> it's long. It's a longer movie, but to me, it, it was paced so it well. Good. it feels It yes. flew by. It was, a, it was a good, it was a well-paced uh, movie. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Yay. What about what about next week, Alana? Well, next week. Maybe. I already forget what we're doing. Ready or not? Oh, ready. We just you were, up. you were not ready for ready or not. I'm not ready. And this movie has been like all over. Everybody's been really into this movie. It is a very dark comedy um, horror movie. Um, there's lots of funny parts of it. Um, and it's about, um, eating the rich. So, I mean, here we are, you know, it's one of my favorite things about 2020 is eat the rich. So like the song <laughs> by Jericho's band Fozzie. Oh yeah. That's a good song. Is it a song literally called eat the rich? It's a cover. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll play, I'll play for you after this. <laughs> I play on here, but probably hit with copyright and That's, we don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's avoid that. <laughs> but listeners, I can stop you. Go go to go to YouTube. Look it up. Eat the rich, either by Fozzie or the, whoever they copied it from, Yay. or covered it from. I forget. I forget who's the original <laughs> singer. But uh, but uh, yeah, we're we're doing ready or not next week. If we can if we can find it, we can find it. <laughs> okay. I saw it on somewhere. I for, I'm gonna have to find it again. But I did have it somewhere. Worst case, I'll just make a run to Sunrise and or Snoop. we can just rent it on YouTube. It's probably three bucks or PlayStation. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll see. We're resourceful, what can I say? Yep. <laughs> and thank you, everybody, for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week, because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Later. Bye!